Oh, AD's been tossed. He's out of the game. <laughs> they let him play on before AD could put the shoe on. Well, they and that's why he got upset about it, I think. And I'm assuming that's why. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And if you can't tell, I am excited. The Bulls got a big victory over the Lakers. And before you Lakers fans come in here talking about what well, Anthony Davis got ejected, before Anthony Davis got ejected, the Bulls were outscoring the Lakers at a pace of 22 points in Anthony Davis minutes out there on the court. I just wanted to say that in the cold open because I don't want to hear none of it coming into this one. But we're going to go ahead and get into our intro. I'll catch you guys right after that. For the Lakers, a double team Nancy Davis on the catch. Levine, there's a captain shoot for Zach Levine. We don't talk about him enough, but he's been out there. He plays very good on both ends. Lonzo. All right, Bulls fans and NBA fans in general. I, I will say this: the uh, the fans from the other teams have been coming in and having pretty good conversation generally. Um, you know, some of them we do run into. Uh, some some toxic fandoms from time to time, but we are Bulls fans. We can also be toxic. It just happens when you love a team. And so the Bulls in this game, Lonzo, Levine, and uh, DeRozan combined scored ninety one points. Right, ninety one points. Let's just that is that is potent. And this is why for all the people who are like uh, Lonzo needs to score more, and they have that opinion. Um, I agree with it because if Lonzo was out here scoring like this, it it does it makes the Bulls almost like. Unbeat, and I hate to say, I, I'm for a lack of better words, right? It does because, like, when you have three players who can score at that rate, and then when you throw Vooch in there, being even if Vooch does get 16 to 18 points, if he doesn't score the over 20 that he's averaged in his career, look, the Bulls become offensively one of those teams that you just it's hard to guard for. And when they're firing on all cylinders like this, it's really not much most teams can do with the Bulls. Yes, you can muddy the game up, make it a defensive matchup game, but the thing with the Bulls are they're not afraid of those type of games, right? We have shown that we are a defensive team that likes to get out there and run as well. So if you play that, you're really kind of playing into the Bulls' hands as well. DeMar DeRozan leading the NBA in fourth quarter point scored. Stop that right there for everyone. And this goes to Bulls fans and anyone else. The Bulls need some more, more clutch. Whatever else. DeMar DeRozan leading the NBA in points scored in the fourth quarter. Come on, man. DeMar is having, and I and I hesitate to use the word resonance, right? Because DeMar played great and, and, and added a lot to his game and played very solid in San Antonio. But I think even if, it, like, admitting it, even us Bulls fans who were the most excited about DeMar DeRozan coming to this team could not have expected him to score at this rate as consistently as what he has. He is ahead of Zach Levine in points per game, looking amazing out there for anyone who talked about fit. And, like, this is the thing that I love about this team, proving the doubters wrong. And I, I, I welcome any and all haters, doubters, detractors, whatever you want to call them, I welcome that. Uh to start the season because I, I i love being an underdog right i love proving people wrong that's just part of of my personality and i bring that into my bulls fandom absolutely um, i'm going to put on my glasses as i am going to be looking up some stats here and Hayes is kind of blind to just admit it but nonetheless um uh and i and i love seeing that and demar coming out there and just everything that the bulls have, have proven wrong over the course of this season um dealing with injuries to two of their to, well injuries to patrick williams we didn't have Kobe White to start the season. Vooch is now out uh, for us to start this uh, Western Coast, West Coast trip. And the Bulls have still been looking great. They have found ways. And that was one of the things that I did say and a lot of you guys said as well. Is in that first game of us not having Vooch, it's, it's going to be an adjustment to see how this offense can still. Because the loss of Vooch 
changes a lot for the way the teams can defend us. What I will say is that they have figured it out, so to say, at least in these last two games, they figured out some ways to win. Alex Russo being in the starting lineup, let's not understate that. Less. Yes, a lot of what he does is not in the box score. So it's kind of difficult to point to stats um, for anyone who's like a stat person and needs everything proven by that, um, that what he does. But let, let's let's look at this. Six rebounds, five assists, two steals, only one turnover from Alex Caruso, zero point score from Alex Caruso. It was 0 for 1, only took one shot the whole game. But what Alex does out there is having that passer, it, it allows Lonzo to, to, to do less ball handling. It allows everyone to kind of play more off the ball. And move and have more movement out there, especially when you don't have a scoring threat in Tony Bradley, who played 27 minutes this game, did go three for five for Tony Bradley. Every bull starter had a positive plus minus. When you look at the the point differential, that was going to happen. But everything that the Bulls have done and have shown is that they are, are a team that is not afraid to get gritty. They're a team that's going to continue to figure it out. There's they're a team that even in um some of the things you can you can say bad about them, right? Even the things that you can point out and say that they don't do correctly. They usually try to overcome it um, or find a different part of their game to really um, overcome any of their shortcomings. Even when they're not shooting hot for three, they really do everything else well. This game, uh, 36 rebounds. Uh, they did get out-rebounded by the Lakers, who had 43 rebounds, which is something that we expected in this game, especially when you have basically four guards out there starting, really. I know I said three guards in the last game, but DeMar DeRozan, even though he's been playing small four for a while, was a guard most of his career. Um, assists. Bulls had 31 assists this game. To the Lakers, 19 assists. That, again, that goes to that ball movement that they do so well. And we did get a comment in the last video saying that the Bulls don't have great ball movement. And yes, in, in the games that are, are tough for the Bulls, they don't, right? Especially when they default to the isolation ball. But generally, the Bulls have shown, at least to me, that they have great movement off the ball. And uh, they pass the ball around very well. Turnovers. Bulls, 16 turnovers to the Lakers, 17 turnovers. That's something that has really plagued the Bulls the last couple of games is turnover. So it's good to see them turn that around. Overall, there's really not much that you can say bad about what the Chicago Bulls in this game. They led basically throughout. They won every quarter but the fourth quarter. They only lost the fourth quarter by three points. But at then, that point, it was completely garbage time. We got to see some Kobe White in this game as well. Kobe White coming in with 11 minutes. I mean, his first game back only took two shots, didn't make any shots. Um, so not, not a huge or anything to point out there with Kobe White. White. But again, and like I've been pointing out lately, Derrick Jones Jr. Look, come on, let's give it up for Derrick Jones Jr. And just, I really do think like his confidence has been building since he's been getting more minutes. And Derrick Jones Jr. has shown that he, again, he's a, he's a player like a lot of players on this team. And that's what makes this Bull team special is that a lot of what they do is not going to always show up in the box score. But when you watch the games and you see their activity, like I said, Derrick Jones Jr.'s rotation and off the ball defense is something beautiful when you watch it. Not even just as off off ball defense but just how he moves how he's always around every loose ball uh he, he just seems to always be in a position to help the bulls in what they do and i i for one really think derrick jones jr is going to become a player to watch on this team as far as like what he does on the bench and as far as however far the bulls go io again with 21 minutes continue earning his his good time uh as well now what did the lakers do bad or didn't do well um in this game and that was I, russell Westbrook and anthony davis scored over 20 points we all know anthony davis as i showed the clip at the beginning uh and that was just the kind of night it was anthony davis got kicked uh ejected out the game 
And it was just that type of night for the Lakers. The Lakers just, they just didn't have it, no matter what they did. Uh, Russell Westbrook not hitting a three, going 0 for 6 from 3, 8 for 19 overall. Um, it was just that kind of game, right? It was just the game that it was just the Bulls night. And for, like I said, any detractors that want to pull out and say, well, LeBron wasn't there. We knew LeBron wasn't going to be in this game. Anthony Davis got ejected. We were outscoring uh, the Lakers, even with Anthony Davis on the field. The Bulls are here. And for anyone who continues to doubt this team, that's just willful ignorance and blindness, in my opinion. This team is legit. They're showing this. Even with injuries and the adversity that they face, uh, Zach Levine still isn't 100%. Everything that the Bulls have done in this game, they've been in every single game but one, and that was the one against the Warriors. And we talked about that heavily there. Bulls now 10-4. and four. It's been so long since the Bulls have just been and looked this good. Um, and I'm, I, for one, am happy for my team. Let me know what you guys think down below of how the Bulls have been playing. What have you thought about um, Alex Caruso being in the starting lineup? Do you see this something that's continuing until Vooch gets back, or is it a matchup thing? <sighs> First of all, what the Lakers could have had in in having DeMar DeRozan and decided not to really sign him and Alex Caruso, and even Lonzo Ball, when you really think of it, all showing up this game. The Bulls don't have a game again until Wednesday uh, when they face Portland. Um, so we'll be talking about that game as well. We have Portland and Denver coming up next before we go back out east into New York on the 21st. And that is the first game. If, if Vooch only misses 10 days, that'll be the first game that Vooch is able to come back against that game in New York. We'll see if he hits that or if it's a little bit later than that. But it's a good time to be a Bulls fan. Like I said, let me know everything down below. Like I like to end every video on. I love you guys. I'm out this mug. Peace. Go Bulls. I forgot that. Go Bulls. Peace. <laughs> this has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.